but we don't show prep. So, <laughs> 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 so yeah, no, yeah. I, I, just, I just barely yourself. make it in. <laughs> you know, I'm sure you can tell, but we don't show <laughs> I mean, let's, let's, let's put the cards down on the table here. Bobby Hurricanes, yeah, you know the name already, it's Merced, ha <laughs> ha. It's a six-rig cane show, can't forget the name though Got jazz, blue vision, DJ break the game code Ain't no changing up, ain't no breaking up Real port alive from the Hall Ride Stadium Ball 14 for the orange or green We see the six-rig champs, it's more than a dream This is life on the field, beyond a hundred yards A hurricane that's never still put a damage to your squad The six-rig cane show The six-rig cane show Six rings can't show. <laughs> you know. What's wrong with us? Seriously. What's wrong with us? We're Miami Hurricanes fans. Welcome to the Six Rings Cane Show, a show dedicated to Miami Hurricane sports, featuring the legendary Larry Bluestein, Jazz Santana, Vish, and Danny Gillette. Let's go, Canes. Um, but now, truth is. They've got to, you know, they had the 24-hour rule. We practiced today, and now it's on to Bethune-Cookman. You know, someone asked Mario. I, I, I hope you don't expect me to break down Bethune-Cookman. No, no. I was actually, I, I was, I, that's what we brought Mel on for. No, I'm just kidding. Um, she might actually be able to name a player. I'm, I'm sure Blue knows the whole roster. Actually, no, I've been, I've, I've been following hoops rumors all day. Don't ask me about Bethune-Cookman. Trust me, that this is, this is a question for Blue, but the truth is, Blue. Some you know, someone asked. I won't name any names that everybody knows. Who's asked a really dumb question earlier today, uh, as far as playing a lot of people and getting a lot of kids in there. And I mean, you gotta you gotta know that that's not Mar- Mario's mo. That's not how he operates. He's gonna go in there. He's gonna respect every team. He's gonna put in his guys. He wa- he's gonna want to dominate. And then, of course, if it's a dominating game and they're up by forty points or or whatever the case is, you're gonna see some of the other guys. But the fact of the matter is that right now, every single game, you need to go out there, you need to execute, and you need to win, and you need to play really well. And uh, look, Bethune Cookman is not, you know, not obviously not a, a great football program as far as, you know, as far as level of competition. But Blue, they've got some players over there. What, um, you know, what can you expect from from a team like Bethune that's going to come out? Is it really the battle of the bands, or or is Bethune got some players out there that could give Miami some some trouble? Well, they have the same type of kids as they, you know, usually always do. I mean, it's uh, kids that come back or, you know, kids that go there. I mean, you know, from the beginning, I, they have very few kid, players that were recruited right out of – I mean, they, you know, they, they, the kid – well, actually, their backup quarterback, Walter Simmons, Miami was on him back in the day, and then uh, he's out of the same – areas uh chance and uh and rivers uh, from uh, oak leaf area so i mean he was one of the guys 
But other than that, they, they really don't have much. I mean, I was, you know, examining their schedule. I mean, their roster and, you know, uh, they don't. I mean, uh, to be honest with you, they, uh, they don't. I mean, when you look at uh, Savannah State, I mean, those weren't those the two last teams that Miami put 70 on? Yep, uh, Bethune and Savannah State? Yep, they played I last week. I remember the Savannah oh State God. game. I was there. Yeah, who forced who? Who won tickets to that damn game? I don't know. I wouldn't have kind of gone, but now they've got. Like I said, I mean, you know, they have kids from here that were probably, you know, just on the line, and because it was the HBCU school, they figured, you know, let's let's go there. We'll get a you know good education and stuff. But at programs, I mean, if we said. You know, Florida A&M's coming into town, and, you know, they pegged the meter a little bit. They got dudes, uh, uh, good coaching staff, but I'm not taking anything away from the kids that go to Bethune. It's just that they're not they're not 60 points better. You know, Miami's going to beat them. Miami's just going to beat them by whatever they want to beat them by. And I agree with you, Jazz. You come out there with the ones blazing. I mean, you get that 35-nothing, 40-nothing halftime lead, and then you start inserting. But you got to use those guys. I mean, you know, I mean, again, they're coming off a five and seven year. So who are they to, you know, they had, they come up with one significant win. And then now they got to treat it just like Michigan or just how everybody else does when they get Oregon. When you get teams of this caliber that you should be beating 70 to six, you beat them 70 to six. Right. You know, sorry, that's just the way it is. I mean, everybody else does it. You know, back in the day, they used to single out Miami, you know, in the early 2000s or, you know, in the 80s for doing that, for putting 70 point or 60 points on the board. Oh, you're running it up. You're running. There's no such a thing as running it up anymore because Miami's got those twos and threes that are really good. And they want a chance in the second half and the third and fourth quarter to do what they do, and Mario won't call off the dogs. I mean, this is his, you know, what if somebody goes down? What if Tyler goes down? Well, you, what you if one of the backs or DBs go Guys down? that you might not normally see because. Yeah, you got to. You got to give them play, you know. And even in the first half, yeah. you'll see. I expect to see, a, but I, I also expected them. These are the things, and I said this last week on the show, that I thought we would see more of A.J., we didn't see as much as I thought it would. I thought we'd see Ray Ray, get him in space, see how he does against a power five type of team in space, because I think that's where his value, he and Bobby Washington right now, their values along with Tyler Harrell are to get those guys in the space and let them use that four, three, seven speed. Right. And that to me is something I, you'll see a lot of, uh, you're going to see maybe a jet sweeps. You'll see, you know, uh, a, you know, an occasional, maybe a bubble screen, just things that, that will showcase these young kids. And um, and then defensively, same thing. You, I think you'll see like Popo will play a lot in the third and fourth quarters just to get him some play with some of the, you know, because you know this. I don't think that Bethune has a second and third team. I think especially in this game, they're just going to be playing everybody they could, you know, that can do something positive. Yeah, I don't – Bethune's okay. I mean, you know, and I recognize a whole lot of the names from the kids that I – you know, when I covered players around the state. But other than Walter Simmons, nobody really pegged the meter as a, as a top kid. Now, but 
but Florida A&M has dudes. They have kids that, you know, that went to like Wisconsin and Tennessee and Michigan and came back and right. uh, Bethune, not so much. And, um, but yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited for these young kids to get some play. And that's, I think they'll get them the next two weeks. Temple will be a much, much more of an upgrade because they got some fairly decent kids, but this is what it's all about. Next, next three weeks, Miami gets uh, Miami gets set for that huge stretch run, and uh, I think by the time they go in there, even against Georgia Tech, I think that they're going to be ready to, you know, they'll have some depth, some depth that played, and that's important because you couldn't just, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that uh, Ray Ray or Bobby or any of those guys shouldn't have been in last week because they should have, they should have got some playing time, but uh, I can understand why they wouldn't. Right. You, know, you didn't want to. I mean, even though that game was ended up the way it was, it was always fairly close, you know, and anything could happen. And uh, they they scored quickly. And, you know, I know that the Vish was uh, banging on uh, my boy at running back, but uh, he had 16 touches. You know what? So you're ever going to sell somebody on going to the going to Texas A&M. I mean, the kid the kid had like five out of the backfield and 11. Uh, things and uh and and i don't know if miami really ever recruited him hard you know well, Marty but, Daniels? yeah oh. amari yeah yeah i don't think they really ever i mean they it was one of those things yeah, they had the time they had rooster and you know they had uh um uh, cheney and i think they thought that that's what they were going with but you know that but but i won't say the same for shamar stewart did he ever make a play well, that's another. I think he was in there for like a handful of plays. I'm, but I'm, did he ever make a play? I mean, no, I think he had one play against. Uh, I think he had one like a like half tackle or assisted. Tackle. Okay, so it doesn't always work out. It's it's not always uh, it's not always greener and uh, spend, spend more time running his mouth before the game. It's never Let's, greener in college station. I can tell you from experience. All right, we got a question. Don't go there. From LMV, has a good question. I was on another live, and there was a debate on whether TBD should even play at all. How do y'all feel about that? Yeah, I don't think there's no there. there uh, to me, there's no question. TBD has to play. Yeah, and, yeah. And get you know he's yeah. got to continue with his that momentum. He's got to continue oh, without question. Uh, well, even beyond that, this isn't the NFL. You don't play 17 games. You can't afford to lose any of them. Right. Right. There's no preseason. Our schedule's been kind of out of order. This is our preseason game. This is the only time where you can really just like not worry about losing. Because right. as Blue said, even the, look, we're not going to lose to Miami over higher or Temple. I also said that before the year started. But you know, you can't screw around in those games. You do actually have to right. play. You right. can screw it's the around. Ed Reed, it's the Ed Reed revenge game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, you can, it. you can, you can screw around and beat Bethune Cookman. Like you could just call the same play on every single play in the game. But so this is the game where you get your starters in there, you get them work, you we allow them to work against live competition without worrying about you know TBD's not going to get hit a lot, right? You're gonna be like that. You need this game. They absolutely have to play and play a good chunk. It stinks. It's on a five day. You'd like to have gotten more rest in between the two games, but that is what it is. But no, they. I think they should at least play a half. Like I think you got to get them there. This is the this is your last real warm up game. Because even Temple's on the road, like you got to travel to that, right? Like, like this is kind of it before you hit ACC play. So you want to make sure you get them good reps. Here's a second question, uh, which is actually a good one. Who's the, who's the number two quarterback Thursday night? Is it Emory Williams or Jakari Brown? I think Emory Williams. I think it's Emory. 
I, I think, I think you're saving significant snaps with the two. I think they're going to get both of them in there. And oh, I, yeah. Not, well, I think they're saving Jakari for bigger yeah. games for, for certain, like, certain packages because Dawson's – or I forget if it was Dawson or Cristobal. I think it was Dawson who said – he's like, I have four games for each of them. So I think the plan is to redshirt both of them, but I think you save Jakari for other games that you're going to use him in certain packages. Yeah, but I think that – that kind of tells you that the writing is on the wall for Jakari Brown also, right? Like I think at this point, the development of Emory, Emory Williams has been uh, light years ahead of what Jakari was when he came in here. Um, and the offense fits better for Emory. It, it does. I mean, it does. Like, I think it's a good, I mean, it, it's not a bad offense for Jakari Brown because it's, no. it's set to his skill set too with a lot of that RPO stuff. However, from a passing perspective, Emory Williams is already a more developed passer than Jakari Brown. Um, nobody has the skill set as far as athleticism that Jakari Brown has. He is he's unbelievable. He could probably be a wide receiver, honestly. He can probably switch positions and be really, really nasty at wide receiver. So, uh, or an H back because he can run. So. Yeah, or H-back. he's tall. He's big enough, right? Six four. Yeah, six, he's big enough. Twenty. So, hey Mel, are you drinking out of a uh, Chick Fil A cup? I Damn right. on purpose. It's apple juice in a Chick-fil-A cup. All of this is right. to taunt me. This is this is we uh, had Chick-fil-A sauce. You know, in, 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 in my moment of glory, conquering old demons, she taunts me. She comes on here. Well, I like it. I mean, Vish, we had a good weekend. The Canes won, the Cowboys destroyed the Giants. I mean Chick-fil-A sauce. What do you got? I mean, come on. Hey, the Rams won. Uh, oh, yeah, there you go. You're a Rams fan. That's right. That's right. Um all right, so any score predictions that you guys want to do, or are we going to keep a, stay away from the score? Well, just just real quick on the quarterbacks, I think Melissa's right because Shannon Dawson did say like he only wants to use each of them in four games. Yeah, and frankly, Emory Williams will benefit more from playing in garbage time in this type of game than than Jakari Brown will. And Jakari Brown's definitely a more capable guy if you're trying to situationally sub in for a package to bring something different against a better opponent. So it feels like you would kind of save him for those games. Like you're not going to bring Embry Williams in for like a goal line package against Clemson or something, right? But you might do that with Jakari Brown. Right. So you don't want to like use use him against Bethune-Cookman. In terms of long term, we'll see. They're not going to be the only – I'm assuming TVD goes pro after the year. They're not going to be the only two quarterbacks on the roster. So a lot of change will come before either of them are kind of anointed the next – That's true. The next one. That is true. You guys want to do score predictions on, on Bethune? A lot to a little. Hey, that's good enough for me. I'm yeah. Like, I mean, what was the last year? It was like seventy to thirteen. Yeah, yeah. You well, killed him last year. Everything was all good for a game. I'm pretty sure. That's <laughs> something like that. I went to that game. <laughs> it's the only yeah. win I saw in person last year. It's gonna be something, gonna be something like that. Um. The Six Rig Kane Show. Yeah. The Six Rig Kane Show. Yeah. The Six Rings Kane Show. Uh-huh. You know